You know, we are really blessed to live in what I guess shortly is going to be the third largest metropolitan area in the United States of America because we've got football, we've got men's and women's basketball, we've got soccer, indoor and outdoor, and rugby and lacrosse and, and polo and golf. And we've had cricket for a long time, but pretty soon we're going to have major league cricket. That is because Danarog Jane and his partner Ross Perot Jr. are going to bring major league cricket to North Texas and, and, and the areas beyond. Mr. Jane joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hey, David, great to be on. It's you know, an amazing what can happen once you have a dream. Yeah, it is. You know, and the thing is, cricket, cricket's been here for a long time. I used to drive down Forest Lane, and there was a big field next to Hockaday. And like every weekend, it, it started out, it was, there were a handful of cricket players over there. And then it grew, and it grew, and all of a sudden there were multiple games, and there were cars parked everywhere. And then I gather they all went to Plato because now there are more cricket fields in, in Plato than any place in the Southwest. Where does the growth come from? So it's an amazing thing. David, something Americans don't realize that cricket is the second most popular sport in the world. So, you know, when we had the Cricket World Cup, almost 2 billion people watched the finals of the World Cup. That's a little bit of a multiplier from the Super Bowl, right, that we've gotten accomplished. Absolutely. It's, it's the second largest sport in the world. I'm, I'm really I'm surprised that I, I guess the, on the one hand that it hasn't been here before and I, and it has been, but you know, sort of in, in club level, but there has, have there ever been an effort to, to organize this sport into a, a professional, you know, major league cricket. It's an amazing story. The first international game of cricket that England, so cricket comes from England, as right. you might imagine, right. Was actually played in Philadelphia in the 1700s. And that state, the little ground that they played in is still around. Now, cricket kind of died in the U.S. because Americans wanted to go to baseball, which is you know, sort of a form of cricket, if I might want to hurt anybody's feeling, but it's another way of a bat hitting a ball, if you may. And cricket went to the other colonies, and America was not a colony for very long, unlike the other colonies where Britain went to. And 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 it's everywhere. I mean, I, I see it played in Jamaica and, and every place else. Now, I gather what you're talking about is sort of a hybrid game, something called 2020. Is this, this is a shortened version of of what otherwise we know can seem to drag on for days? That's the amazing part, David. So the original form of cricket, so the pundits of cricket would play cricket for five days, and actually it would be six days because they have, would have a rest day in the middle. Three days, a rest day, and then two days. And by the way, at the end of five days, you may not have a result. 70% of the time, you would have a draw, not a result. Now, people got bored of that, so they created one-day cricket, which was in about 11 to 12 hours of cricket. Of course, with Twitter and our world, things have changed. So then they created a three and a half hour version of the game, which is what they call 2020 cricket. And that today is one of the fastest growing sports in the world. So it's not going to be like hockey where fights will break out or something to, to really play to the masses, right? Well, I've seen a fight or two break out, <laughs> but you know, mostly it's a good game of cricket that's aggressive, and you go out and play it, and you're done at the end of three and a half hours. And it's and it's turning into a spectator sport because I noticed what you guys, what what you and Ross are doing, I guess, are redoing that the uh, that baseball park, the the Air Hogs Park that was out there by Lone Star Park and and by the the theater uh, in Grand Prairie. That'll that'll be your showcase. That's exactly right, David. But I want to tell you a story. So the way all of this started is when I was a kid, many, many years ago, growing up in India, I actually played cricket and I actually played for my state. And one year I was considered unplayable. Now, of course, I was 
uh, 14 or 15, I was probably inconsistent. I needed a lot of coaching. But in my mind, in my heart, I wanted to be a cricket player. Of course, in those days, cricket players made somewhere between 10 and 50 cents for every day they played. And remember, you don't play 200 days a year. You play maybe 30 to 40 to 50 days a year. So my dad sat me down one of these days and said, son, as much as I like cricket, your cricket, player, uh, cricket playing days are done. And of course, we didn't grow up with means. So he was trying to protect me. And he said, look, you're done. You need to get on with it. Uh, go to engineering school like every other Indian child <laughs> and, and go about and do something about it. So that little dream that I had inside me was stuck inside me, was latent until this opportunity. So how do you get a league going here? We've got, like I said, I, I, my sense is there are a tremendous number of, of cricket players here, but they all have jobs and sort of play on the, on the weekends. But if you're going to have a league like this, are you going to import players? Because we're not growing them, are they? I mean, cricket's not popular in the schools like soccer has sort of grown through. Perfect question, David. So here's some numbers that will astound you. In the world, before we had a cricket league, the U.S. had 20 million households that watched, 20 million people that watched cricket. It was the fourth largest from a broadcasting standpoint in the world without having a domestic league. It was the only sport that had so much money coming from media broadcast, but no domestic league. So you can see the latent need to build something. What we're doing is really a ground up effort. We have a major league, which we're talking about. We have a minor league, which is cities playing cities with local players. Uh, we have stadiums we're building all over the country, six major ones and many smaller ones, including the one in Grand Prairie that you're talking about. We are getting a lot of players. So we're importing about 35 to 40 foreign players. And we want to bring some of the best players to get the right quality, just like soccer did. So then you seed them around? You see them around. You see that they're sprinkled among the teams and they'll play. And some of them will play for the for the national team. We do have a national team of cricket. We think in three or four years, that'll be in the top 12 teams in the world, which is great in the World Cup. And lastly, though, very importantly, we want to create a groundswell. So we're actually building academies, over 200 cricket playing academies at the school level. And so today in California, in Texas, in New York, you'll find a kid that goes to school and plays cricket just like soccer 20 years ago. Wow. So, so tell me the end game. Is this, I mean, this is your passion and you're, you're indulging your passion. Is this something that can actually make money? This is a $44 million pool that's been put together to, to create all this with, with you and Ross and, and the CEO of Microsoft and all sorts of, sorts of people behind it. Well, it is a passion, but we really think there's an absolute good sound business behind it. There's 20 million people today. And we think eventually over a period of time, there'll be many, many more fans as cricket becomes local. Uh, even with 20 million, there's a business model that you can make money. By the way, the 44 million was just the first initial um, money that was put in. A lot more money will be needed. Hundreds of millions of dollars will be needed to really make this work. But we think there's a very sound business case for that. I hope at least because I have the passion to do it. Well, and the end game always seems to be a network contract. Is this something, have you all talked to ESPN or somebody else about putting this on the air? So network contract absolutely is the most important way to fund it. Uh, there is a homegrown cricket channel in the US, believe it or not. It's called Willow TV. Willow, by the way, is the kind of wood that's used to make the bat that cricketers use. Uh, so Willow TV is a homegrown channel that only displays cricket. They have two channels, 24-7 cricket. So they will be our initial partners. And you know, one of the founders came from Willow TV as well. 
Um, so they will come, they will put this together and over a period of time, it'll go to the national networks, I believe as well. So what's the time frame? When do you think, when, when do you have the air hogs? Do you have a nickname yet, by the way? The, for the Texas team? Yeah. Right. We're going to make some announcements of the next uh, month or so, David. So I'm going to just hold on to okay, that. Okay, I'll, I'll keep the thought. But so when do we get to watch? When does it start? Yeah. So 2023, we think, will be the first game of cricket, Major League Cricket. Might be a, a small, truncated uh, season just to get going. But by 2024, we'll have a full season of cricket. Is this a spring sport or when is it played? And so that's a very important question. So the ICC, which is the International Cricket Committee, actually determines global calendars and they are coordinated. So the U.S. is a window on the global calendar. So best players in the world can come play here without having to compete with other windows. Um, that window happens to be June, around June time frame. So I would say sort of early summer for a lot of the U.S. Um, will, will really when this will happen. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I think it sounds like like a great idea. And, and again, uh, looking at the track record of, of, of you and Ross Perot, I, it probably has a decent chance of succeeding. We wish you all the luck. David, we're very excited. It's a personal passion. It's a dream that I had as a kid. And finally, it comes to my home country today. So I'm very, very excited. And, and, and we, will, we will be out there for you, cheering them on, who, whatever you decide to call them. Anurag, <laughs> Anurag Jain is the uh, is the uh, one of the major investors behind Major League Cricket and uh, bringing it to North Texas. Good to have you with us. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.